Time to talk some football on Around the Gridiron with your host. This guy could bench press me, and I'm 300 pounds. It's Houston Wetzel. This lady knows football. Just ask her. It's Marissa Boss. Last but not least, once this guy starts talking about football, it's hard to stop him. Brock Aker. Now here they are with Around the Gridiron. Welcome into the Around the Gridiron podcast. It's a pleasure to be back here today with the full crew. I had to do a little solo show this morning for the Thursday night breakdown. Completely my fault because I forgot to uh, put that Thursday night game into our Monday show. Uh, Now we have everything situated, so we will be covering, uh, starting next week, we'll be covering the Thursday night games accordingly to the schedule. you can go check out that Thursday night breakdown. Obviously, now it's going to be a review because this show will be coming out on Friday. But for all our information, just follow us on YouTube, Twitter, Facebook. Every handle is going to be around the gridiron, so you never miss out on any of our content. Before we get started here, I want to talk about our partnership with Thrive Fantasy. Uh, come prop up on Thrive Fantasy this season. They've eliminated the need to do countless hours of research as they only ask you about the top tier athletes in each respective sport. Uh, For their NFL contest, all you have to do is choose 10 out of the 20 player prop options. And if you use the promo code gridiron, when you sign up today on any deposit over $20, you're going to get a free $20 bonus on top of that. Uh, So go download Thrive Fantasy on the App Store or the Google Play Store or just go to thrivefantasy.com. Uh, it's, it's been a long week for me. I'm not going to lie. So it's nice to be back talking football. Brock, how's your week been, man? Well, it's kind of been a long since Monday. I stayed up for that 9-10 Monday night football game between the Titans and Broncos and lost on one of the final plays to Melvin Gordon. So that kind of messed my sleep schedule up. But I finally actually got 12 hours of sleep today. So I'm actually feeling the best I have all week now today. So Thursday's been a good day so far. 12 hours. I think I get 12 hours combined between like three days. <laughs> what? Yeah, that's what I – has been. So that's why I had to catch up on some beauty sleep. That's why I'm looking pretty good today. You are looking good. I can't – you got the hair combed and the white tee, and I like it. Look oh, at yeah. it. glowing, you guys. Yeah, I'm, I got to get my Tinder stock up still. I'm still a work in progress, so. Let's yeah. go. Hopefully you're not using those COVID uh, pickup lines like you were telling me uh, when uh, COVID was still was still new to us all. I'm uh, pretty good at the pickup lines, but yeah, it I hasn't got. really worked, so now I'm just a straight shooter. There's literally, like, one I got, and one guy, like, slides in and is like, hey, let me see them corn titties, and I fucking lost it. Like, unmatched immediately, but, like, no. <laughs> Don't do that, you guys. <laughs> well, there's one for you, Brock. Uh, <laughs> let me see. I, I don't do that extreme. Like, mine is smooth. Oh. Oh, yeah. We'll have, we'll have to hear one of those on the next show, Brock. I think. All right, next show, I'll have a couple for you guys. I'm down. I'm down. So, let's dive into the week two games here. And uh, I love to get started. I think this is rolls on how my ESPN app is set up. And since the Chicago Bears are my favorite team, 
it's always going to start with them here. I was uh, wondering about that. I saw it yeah. back to back. Every time, it's just dull bears. Yeah. Dull break. But we'll – so that's how – just to let everyone know, uh, we're going to start New York Giants at the Chicago Bears. The line – opened up at Chicago minus five over under set at 43 and a half. And now that line has moved in the bears favor. It's minus five and a half with a total at 42. So the total is actually going down and I, I, I can believe it. This is a battle of unproven quarterbacks in my eyes. Yes. Daniel Jones in his second year, Mitch Trubisky now in his fourth year, still both unproven, uh, Brock, what's your initial thoughts on this game? I'm going the G-men in this game. That's my initial thoughts. I think Mitch Trubisky might have a little momentum, but I actually was actually pleasantly surprised with the Giants going against that Steelers defense. Daniel Jones seemed to move the ball quite a bit. They kind of got stuck a lot when they're right at the Steelers 40-yard line-ish and had to punt a couple times and then what do they have? Like they drove the whole third quarter, just six yards, five yards, just dinking, dunking. You don't see that against the Steelers defense. But then of course, Daniel Jones does what sometimes he does and tries to do too much. And through that interception, if he got that in the end zone, that could have been a totally different game. So I'm actually liked what I saw for the most part from the giants, Saquon Barkley, 15 carries six yards last week. I think he's got something to prove this week. He's angry. So I like that giants offense. And I think they're going to, pull up a w in chicago i literally couldn't even believe that jones threw that like up in all steelers defenders throwing it up basically blind like you're asking for an interception i was like why don't you just take the sack i don't know wouldn't you guys rather take the sack than get an interception and then have that momentum swing towards the steelers yeah just toss he was right on the sideline too he could have just flipped it out of bounds and went to the next play out of bounds could have taken why did you have to throw that up and like the guy was in the back too like way in the back it wasn't even anywhere close to his receiver yeah definitely tough that was the turning point definitely that game yeah i i this game is going to be really interesting to me because if you look side by sides jones trubisky um Jones had two interceptions last week, two TDs. Trubisky had zero interceptions, three TDs. Their rate QB rating is 104.2 for Trubisky and then 79.2 for Jones. Um, I don't know. I'm thinking that the momentum is definitely going to switch, and I would put Trubisky, my money on Trubisky right now. Houston's probably going to get a big smile from me, and I know me being a Vikings girl, it doesn't say much, but he had a, he had a good comeback win. He's looking good. His QB rating is high. Um, you know, Jones struggled, but against a very good Steelers defense, so I can get it. But you're going Giants, two interceptions from Jones at Soldier Field on the road. That's going to be tough to beat. Yeah, so you're going to take the Chicago Bears in this one, correct? I am. Yeah, and I'm going to be taking them to uh, – there's going to be weeks that I don't take the Bears. Just continue uh, listening to the show. Sure but, is. Yeah, um, you betcha. They're – they have, they have a good opening schedule, what can I say? But at home, opening against the Giants, I expect four turnovers from the Giants in this one. I think Eddie Jackson gets one. And then rookie cornerback Jalen Johnson gets another one as well. Uh, Khalil Mack gets a strip sack. I'm just predicting the whole game here. Uh, my prediction for the week, uh, fantasy players, do you want to get in your lineup? Yes, Allen Robinson with the contract extension talks. The deleting of all the Bears content on his socials, it's a concern. I'm not going to lie. 
but uh, a good talk with Nagy, I think, has maybe brought him back to earth. And I expect him to finish as a top five fantasy wide receiver this week against that Giants secondary that didn't show me much against the Steelers on Monday night. So Allen Robinson, top five wide receiver this week in fantasy, despite all the distractions. Uh, next game. I, this well, one, I just want to say one thing quick. Adrian Peterson had, what, 14 carries on almost 100 yards against you? I don't think you're going to be able to stop Saquon. I'm just going to end with that. So, Saquon, big game. You, you expecting a big game? Is that you're not even hot? I'm not even going to say hot take because Saquon Barkley is an animal. So, I mean, I actually do expect, expect him to stunt out as well. But we'll see how it goes because you're going to, like I said, I think the Bears are carrying the momentum right now. I just – Trubisky right. looked good. You can go on here, yeah. Just so everyone know, I called this upset. Oh, okay, that's fine. Um, fine. The I believe this might be the highest over under on the slate. Okay. Uh, the Atlanta Falcons at the Dallas Cowboys. The line opened up for Dallas minus seven and a half, and is now at minus four. So we've seen a three and a half point uh, difference in the lines there. The line for the over under opened up at fifty and has gone up four points to fifty four now. 90% of people are taking the over actually on this one, even at the number of 54. Uh, this game is going to be full of fantasy explosion. Uh, Marissa, maybe you want to detail some of these guys. It seems pretty obvious who you should have in your lineup, but uh, for the listeners that maybe have questions, who do you think should play this week? Yeah, for sure. I'm thinking that Julio Jones is going to stunt out. I think you need to have him as your starting wide receiver. Um, obvious Ezekiel Elliott. He is an animal. He is a beast. He is a front runner in the Cowboys offense. And then you got Amari Cooper. He's going to do very good. And CD Lamb. I'm expecting big things. Uh, Matt Ryan, I would sit him out. I don't know how good he's going to be this week. I just, I'm not a huge Matt Ryan fan. So if you have him on his fantasy, maybe try switching that up. If he's your starting QB, like your best one, that's good luck, Charlie, on that one. But um, yeah, I mean, Ezekiel. You can't do wrong. He rushed 96 yards, 22 carries, two touchdowns, and they lost still. He is just an animal on that fantasy. So you got to get him, pick him up. But those are the guys I would roll with. Brock, do you have any differing views there? or uh, you I think Todd Gurley is going to have a, a big game. You saw what Malcolm Brown did to the Cowboys, a couple touchdowns, over 100 yards from scrimmage. The Rams ran all over the Cowboys. I think these games that are seem to be over – obvious that it's going to take the over they tend to do the under so actually i'm going to take the under in this game i got the cowboys winning but i think both teams are going to run the football successfully which is going to lead to long drives clock chewing drives so i'm not saying there's going to be a lot of punts but since i think they're going to be long drives by each team give me the cowboys winning this game uh 27 to 23 all right yeah i'm I got to agree with you on that one. I definitely got the Cowboys doing it with, like I said, Elliot. Falcons are going to do what Falcons do best, and I just don't think they can ever connect super much. You got some good, like I said, Julio. You've got him, but Matt Ryan is just not the quarterback you want to roll with. I exactly think the same thing. Gurley, Ridley, Brian Hill, like Jones. I Cowboys are going to go. They're going to win this, especially hosting them, the Falcons. It's going to be a tough week for the Falcons back-to-back. -back. The last thing I'm going to add is the coup. Another onside uh, kick recovery. He's the only kicker in the NFL that can onside kick, it seems like. It's pretty pretty amazing. I don't think I could ever onside kick. Like, I feel like that's just so hard to do. Nowadays, yeah, it's almost impossible. But that's, I guess, Yahoo Koo's niche. 
that he couldn't. Yeah, the an onside kicks. I mean, the players don't even get a running start anymore. They have to basically stand there. Once the ball's kicked, then they're able to go. It doesn't make any sense. But uh, the Falcons are usually uh, behind in games. That's where we see the Matt Ryan 450 yards passing usually comes in garbage time. It usually gets another 150 in the fourth quarter. Then Coop kicks an onsider, and that's that's just the Atlanta Falcons. I love owning Atlanta Falcons in my fantasy lineup because they're usually down, and they're usually good for fantasy points. I think this is a Julio Jones' first 200 game, 200 yard game of the season in my eyes. I think he has many of them this year because, as we can see, Matt Ryan every week uh, has a possibility of 400 to even 500 passing yards. Yeah, he'll. it might be interesting to see if he'll have 500. Uh, if there's any game to do it, I think it's this one. I Dallas's defense didn't show much to me. Sean Lee and Leighton Vander Esch, both down with injury, that's not surprising. Those two are probably the most injured uh, middle linebackers in the league. Uh, any, I don't know about this NFC East. I don't know what kind of training or what kind of trainers they have there, but between the Cowboys and the Eagles, they can't feel the starting 11 most weeks of healthy guys. But I'm going to take the Cowboys actually in this one. Uh, and Zeke's going to light the world on fire against his Falcons defense. Let's move on to a game that should be a little bit lower scoring in my eyes. Unless, of course, Aaron Rodgers goes off again. Um, Detroit Lions at the Green Bay Packers. This line opened up at minus six and a half and still currently sits there. Uh, the total was at 46 and actually has moved up to 49 and a half. Now that three and a half point uh, movement there is what is going to make me take the under despite 89% of people taking the over in this one. Brock, another week of Aaron Rodgers greatness, or do you think he fizzles a little bit back to earth? I think he fizzles a little bit back to earth. Desmond Trufant and Woods in the secondary, the Lions will most likely be out, but Jeff Okuda will make his debut. I'm big, really high on him. I think he's going to get on Devontae Adams and slow them down a little bit. I'm actually going to, even without Kenny Galladay, I liked what I saw from the Lions running game to go against those Packers. I think Hawkinson did good enough uh, as pass catcher, Marvin Jones. You still got Danny Amendola. Give me another upset. I'll take the Lions over Green Bay. They won on Monday night football. They should have won against them last year after a tough loss against the Chiefs. Uh, so, even after a tough blowing lead that last year, they still came back strong. So I think they'll come back strong even after giving it up to the Bears because they did play pretty impressive football against the Bears, 23-6. to I like Swift. I like AP. I like on Johnson to run a lot all over that Packers defense, and I think the Lions will do just enough on defense to pull up an upset against the Packers. Wow. As a Vikings fan, I love to hear it, but I don't know if I agree. That's a piping hot take, piping hot. There's no, I don't think there's many, I don't think there's fans in Green Bay, so that's gonna help too. I think it's just gonna be a straight game. Aaron Rodgers has been good with that hard count, but Matt Patricia coming from Bill Belichick, you know, they'll do their fundamentals. I don't think they get all the offsides that the Vikings did the last week against the Packers, and I think the Lions actually will line up and play pretty decent. I'll, give me the Lions winning this game 24 to 20. I am the exact opposite, unfortunately. I got to disagree. As the boys of PMT, pardon my take, one of my favorite podcasts said in the pod, there are two types of Aaron Rodgers, and I we are seeing the fuck everyone Aaron Rodgers. Like, he doesn't give a fuck about 
anyone right now. And he's just pissed off at the world. And he showed that. And I think he's going to do that. I don't think that the Lions defense and their D-back, I don't think they're going to do that good. And especially against Devontae Adams, Aaron Rodgers, and what they have going. They looked so good against our our offense and everything else and our defense, I mean. And I just don't know. I think that the Packers are going to win this, no question. Yeah, I'm I'm taking Green Bay as You guys well just go chalk. You guys are not fun at all. Well, I'm being logical. Oh. We have Oh, the Jaguars winning last year or last week wasn't logical. You know there're going to be a couple upsets and Yeah, I understand that, but I'm going to yeah, I'm going to use it. Yeah, I'm going to use my intuitive action on an upset. I'm not going to we, you'd okay. never call an upset then if you're just going to look by chalk. I just think the lines, they have what it takes to knock down the Packers. They usually play them pretty well. And I hope well, that the Lambo refs aren't out there because of the fans. If it's called a straight game and it's not rigged, I think the Lions have a good chance to win. I, I liked what I saw to Swift, even though I dropped that touchdown on the football. I like Peterson. I don't know. It'll be a good game. So all I got is I'm going on GameCast right now. Um, really suggest anyone who doesn't really know that much about football or doesn't know much about game matchups to go and check out ESPN GameCast. They have 68% with the Green Bay Packers and only 31.7 with Detroit Lions. So if you get this and if you, if you call this, that will be iconic and I owe you a beer. <laughs> like, Perfect. come on, Brock. All right, I like that bet. I'll take a beer. <laughs> what kind? Make what's it a. What's your favorite? What was Don't the beer me. I had last week when I went fishing? It was like a Miller something. It was like a Miller number. Miller sixty four. Oh, Miller sixty four. Yeah. yeah, I'll take a Miller sixty four. All right. Okay. So, All right. Yeah. <laughs> he Bet. doesn't like the champagne of beers. I guess. Yeah, Miller Highlight. That's what my really. dad, my father drank. <laughs> well, Brock, uh, I'm not gonna take too long, even though you interrupted my Packers take. It, and if the Lions, if the Lions have a chance in this game, it's going to be that defensive line. Lane Taylor is out for the season now, uh, so they're going to be missing one of their starting tackles there. And if the Lions can get after him, I I do think the Lions have a chance. But I don't think Akuda has his best week, his opening uh, career game against uh, Devontae Adams. Let's move on to the Jacksonville Jaguars at the Tennessee Titans. Uh, this game. Tennessee opened up at the minus 11 favorites and is now at minus seven and a half. The over under was opened at 42 and a half moved up to 44. I'm not really understanding that line because I don't know how, I mean, 44 is still pretty low for a total, but it's not like any big news happened to make this a better game. They're actually AJ Brown's banged up and there's a possibility he doesn't play this week for the Tennessee Titans. In my eyes, that would move the total lower. Um, but I'll let Marissa take this here. Minshew Mania knocks off the Colts, and I know you're a big uh, fan of his stash and what he can do on the football field. It's the luscious stash for me, you guys. It's the luscious stash for me. No, seriously, Minshew stunned out. He stunned out so hard last week and having a nearly perfect game, 19 out of 20 completions through for 173 yards and had three touchdowns but no interceptions wow that's not the Minshew that we know it's not the Minshew that we love I love but I mean there's no doubt the man is feeling good the man looks good it's the stash Brock it's the stash but I think that 
I'm going full Jaguars on this. I just think that they, um, you know, I don't know. I'm going for them. I think that the Titans game, like I said, they was just too close. And I wasn't expecting it to be that close when I was watching the game. Like I stayed up too, Brock, and I was like, like, what's going on? So what, I think what does stunt mean? You used that word four times. Stunt? What does that even mean? Stunted. He's stunted, bro. He's stunted. Oh, what does yeah. that mean? You stunt out. Like my vocabulary is different, you guys. My body different. But no, I so stunt out means like you're just showing up. Like you are like, look at me, big dick swinging, coming in hot. You just stunt out. You are the man. You are the you are the guy. See, that's what I'm saying. Like, I'll never understand girls. If the best looking quarterback in the NFL is Gardner Minshew, <laughs> I, I'm gonna have so some problems. Weird. I already do have I'm problems, so but what the hell? It's not girls, it's me. Okay, like I'm different. Did I say he was the best? No, I just love his stash. Like, I think it's so funny when guys have like pedo stashes and then they just like flaunt it. I'm like, all right, I'll I'll do quick on this and I'll take the Titans. I think Minshew went off yeah last game. I mean, he's not gonna be perfect again. Start Titans defense in your fantasy leagues. I think it's gonna be totally different. And I like the Titans and Titans big. Brock and I are like this. Like Brock <laughs> is fighting against us. Uh, both do you have the Tennessee Titans then? No, Mercy got the Jaguars. I haven't even oh, listened. Jags. I got the Jags. I didn't Sorry. say it full out, but I got the Jags. Well, Brock, <laughs> see, she even admitted that she didn't say it full out. So, of course, I was a little confused. Uh, I'm a, of course, Brock, I'm going with the chalk. Uh, I'm going to take the Tennessee Titans at home. Uh, Derek Henry over 140 rushing yards on the day and two scores is my bold my bold prediction. I don't know how bold it is, but I think Henry last – he sees 25 to 30 carries a game. Obviously, if he averages three to four yards a carry over time, he's going to get close to 150 rushing yards. He just gets the volume, and I can't complain about that as a first-round fantasy draft pick for me this year. Uh, let's move on. So I, I have the Tennessee Titans. Let's move on to the Minnesota Vikings at the Indianapolis Colts. This game moved up. It was Indianapolis Colts started at minus three and a half. It is now at minus three. Over under was set at 47. Line movement up to 48 and a half. Uh, Marissa, I know you're, you're expecting your Minnesota Vikings to bounce back. They better. Give me, give me yeah, <laughs> One of these teams is going to start 0-2, and I believe – I know I had the Vikings and the Colts in my playoff prediction. I know Brock and I believe you, Marissa, of course, both had the Vikings in your playoff prediction. I don't know about the Colts, but one of these teams is going to start 0-2, and they're going to have to make a comeback from that early uh, two losses there. So what is it going to take the Vikings to come back in this one and beat the Colts at Indianapolis? Yeah, this is going to be a hard one. This is going to be a hard road series. It will not be my Vikings. It will not. I just don't want it to be. But, no, I have full faith in them against the Colts. I'm not super impressed with how the Colts started out. Um, you know, gave up that win against the Minshew Madness and no one, and I mean literally no one was expecting that. I was, and I was shocked when I found that out. I don't think Rivers is meshing really well with his team. I don't think that they've had amazing superstars on their roster, and I'm expecting my Vikings to – do good against their defense like I just expect them to do good but I am a little concerned because BC Johnson is on the IR and um, Cameron Dantzler is on the IR and then someone else so I'm a little bit concerned by that I hope because we need right now our receiving is a little iffy at times with only Jefferson having two catches for 26 yards so 
I don't know. I'm, I'm a little scared about that, but I'm still pulling my full faith because I don't think Rivers has what it takes. Yeah, I, I agree with that, actually. I, I want to take the Colts, but I guess I'm just upset today. I, I, I'm picking all the upsets. I'm taking the Vikings in this one. Well, that's Should... not an upset according to Vegas. The Colts are the favorites here. Exactly. So picking the Vikings, it's an upset. They're not favorite. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> oh, Huey. Wait, how you doing? How's it going? No, it's all right here. I'm taking the Vikings just because that secondary for the Vikings is kind of a problem. But, again, they need some time to mesh. Mike Mike Zimmer now has seen a game, what his young cornerbacks can do. Watching the Colts, T.Y. Hilton's not T.Y. Hilton, you guys. He's not the T.Y. Hilton we saw with Andrew Luck. Paris Campbell might be their best receiver. So I don't think the secondary at all is going against a Devonte Adams that they have to worry about. And they, for the most part, they, they stopped Aaron Jones pretty good uh, after how good Jones did last year. They stopped the run. So I think they'll be able to contain Jonathan Taylor just enough. And if Minshew can go for a 19 for 20 against the Colts, I think Cousins can have a good game. I like Adam Thielen in this one to st- mm-hmm. still go hot from last week. I know some of it was garbage time, but Delvin Cook, that offense, give me the Vikings uh, to get back on the winning ways. And the Colts might start 0-2, I think. Huey, what are you thinking? Chuck. Yeah, actually. You agree? No, I don't. Um, <laughs> actually, and here you can hopefully uh, you can go see my cameo on this uh, YouTube page. Uh, it's called Bagels and Locks. They uh, have a listener viewer, uh, big dog pick of the week is what they call it. And I sent in a submission. I believe that I will be on the show this week. My big dog pick Ooh. of the week is the Indianapolis Colts minus three. I know this is hard for Marissa. You're just biased, I, dude. You're just I'm not biased. biased. I went yes, with you with the Bears. I rooted for Let's you. Let's just go to the next game. No one wants to hear your reasoning. We, it's all biased. Let's go to the next game. Okay. Uh, Buffalo Bills at the <laughs> Miami Dolphins. Uh, this line actually – Buffalo opened at minus three. Like, if I would have saw that, I, I believe I would have put a ton of money on it. And it's still at only minus five and a half. I understand it's in Miami, but come on. The line has moved from the total of 43 down to 41. Uh, from what I saw from Cam Newton against this Dolphins defense, there's no reason that Josh Allen can't do the same and even more. I have Josh Allen as my number three quarterback on the week. And I'm actually not afraid to start Josh Allen over Patrick Mahomes in some of my leagues this week just because the rushing upside that he offers. I think that he has a good chance to get over 70 rushing yards in this one uh, and then a total of three touchdowns. And then he's going to – he had 312 yards last week. I think there's a good shot that he gets over 300 again, adds 70 on the ground, and then combine between the legs and his arms gets three touchdowns. I really think that's possible for this guy. And so, yeah, I'm, I'm starting him over Patrick Mahomes in one of my leagues this week. Okay, I, I wouldn't agree with that, but I'm glad you're, you're starting to be a little bit bold now. Yeah, you're not going shock. So I guess I can appreciate the aspect. The Dolphins' defense is actually a pretty darn good defense. No, I would the, say New England, the New England, New England offense isn't as good as you think it is, is what the problem is. No, the, the Dolphins aren't good against the run, the rush, right? Their, their secondary is pretty damn good with Byron Jones and Xavier Howard. 
I think Zach Moss has a good game. I'm taking the Bills in this game, uh, but I think it's going to – I don't think Josh Allen's throwing over 300 yards again. He'll be lucky if he gets over 200. I think it's just going to be a ground-and-pound game with uh, Moss, and Singletary might get some action too. And Josh Allen might get a couple of those rushing touchdowns, so I'm not saying he's a bad fantasy play, uh, but I think this game's going to be more of a running football game for the Bills, and I still got them winning. But again, Zach Moss, get him into your lineups if you have him with fantasy. Well, you got to look at like the QB rating too, like back to back. The fact that you said that you don't think Josh Allen will go 300 again. Well, I don't think that Fitzy will go any do anything well. Last game, he had 191 yards, zero touchdowns, three interceptions. His rating is 44.6. Josh Allen, 312 yards, two touchdowns, zero interceptions, 104.6 rating. That's like half. But I get what you're saying. You don't think he's just – you think he's just a one-and-done kind of a deal? Well, it was yeah. against the Jets, too. True. I will give you that. The Miami's two. not much better. That's what I'm saying. There is a lot Literally. better than the Jets. Are you kidding me? Xavier and Howard and the Jets out. are the two worst teams in the NFL. Talk yeah. to me. Xavier and Howard ranked outside the top 120 quarterbacks, according to PFF last season. He played like four games. He was hurt. Why do they have to spend big money on Byron Jones if they're so confident in Xavier and Howard? You need two good cornerbacks, you You can If you only have one good cornerback, the other receivers can go off. They're still no. both starters. Okay, well, that's why. No, I'm still picking the it. Bills to win this game. It's not like I'm picking okay. the Dolphins to win okay. this game. I just say it's going to be more of a running game for the Bills. And the Dolphins are better than people uh, might think. They're still going to win six to eight games this year. That's bold. Um, my take, uh, no one circles the wagon like the Buffalo Bills. PMT again, my guys. No, I'm going Bills on this one, absolutely. I think that Diggs is going to do really well. I personally have a lot of faith in Allen. I think that he's going to have another good game. Uh, again, it is against the Jets, but Miami Dolphin isn't as good. So if he showed he did good against the Jets, a team that is equally not as good, I think he's going to have a good game. And I think Fitzpatrick Magic is just going to go again. Would you guys – Legitimately talk to me. Would you start Tua over Fitzy? Because I might. Already, yes. I, I don't started. know. I mean, I might. I would have started him week one, but uh, I would wait uh, against the Bills and the Patriots. That's a couple of tough defenses yeah. to start them against. I think they're going to wait for a better matchup. Like last year, the Giants, they waited till they played the Buccaneers, who were like the worst secondary last year. Uh, so I think the Dolphins. I'm not saying that I think Tua is probably maybe not quite ready yet above Fitzpatrick. He hasn't gotten preseason. So I think still right now the best chance for the Dolphins to win is with Fitzpatrick. But I definitely do see uh, Tua starting by the end of the year. Okay. That's what I was just thinking too because I'm just like three interceptions, zero touchdowns, like 191 yards. Like I'm sorry that's reiterating, but like that's garbage. So, yeah, I'm, I'm really – I don't know. We'll if see. he has a bad week this week. Who knows? They do play the Jaguars next week on, uh, uh, what is it, Sunday night or Thursday night football they play the Jaguars. Wow, these are two terrible Thursday night games. Tonight's the Bills and – or not the Bills, the Browns and the Bengals. Next week's the Dolphins and Jaguars. Sometimes Holy they have, like, the worst games on, like, back-to-back, like, Thursday. I'm like, you could have picked any other game. Like, there are loads of games they could have put in the primetime spots. And yet they have those games. Like, I'll still watch them with a beer in my hand. Yeah, I'm wa- yeah, I'm going to watch them, but damn. Won't be happy. All right, sorry. So go ahead. We all, 
No, no need to apologize, man. Uh, Get some energy drink. Just pound a bang. No, I, I, I'm, I'm perfectly fine. I love letting you two go back and forth. That's, I gotta develop and think about everything you say, and then hopefully come up with a response to either fair with your side or go against it. Uh, next game, I don't think we need to touch on this a whole lot. San Francisco 49ers at the New York Jets. Uh, San Fran opened up at minus four, is now at minus seven. 40, or total was set at 43 and a half, has moved down to 41 and a half. I, I don't have any different views. I think the 49ers, I don't know if they cover because of all their injuries they're dealing with, because I can really see Kittle not playing this week. But mm-hmm. I still, still straight up, I'm taking the Niners to win this one. There's nothing on the Jets side of the ball that really makes me excited. So keep it easy for you, 49ers, straight up. Yeah, I got 49ers too. Crowder is not going to play the number one weapon for Arnold. So that defense is – they could shut out the Jets, to be honest. Mm-hmm. Uh, who's scared? Frank Gore is like their only weapon around Sam Darnold. Gross. Like, oh, wow, Robinson. Niners shut them out. I'll just be bold. I'm being bold today. Niners shutting out the Jets. It's going to be like 30 to nothing. I would love to see that. I would love it to be a bloodbath. Like, I just think that's like – I just think the Jets – who votes to the Jets to just get kicked out of the NFL? Like, just be better. Just get kicked no, out. I love them in the NFL. Nope. Patriots, I love – Just do being better. Patriots, like, I love them in my division. How can you be this bad consecutively year after year after year? And don't say anything about my Vikings. But Because I know there's going to have some fans listening and be like, you're a Vikings fan. Don't you know what that feels like? And I'm like, yes, every day of my life. But that's not the point. I, just, I know you wanted that to be a quick game, so – Sorry. Oh, yeah, no, no. You guys continue to say sorry like I'm the bad guy here. He's like our just, dad. Like, we're like, oh, sorry. Oh. Well, last yeah, time I when I led the show, we went an hour and 20 because it's like in the intro. I Once I start talking about football, I can't stop. I can't so. stop. We, oh, we I can talk that. football too, but I'm not going to talk about uh, New York kisser, 21-year-old New York kisser uh, with mono. I uh, don't want to. He's nothing to me besides him seeing ghosts. This game is what this you know, this game is a little bit more confusing to me. The Los Angeles Rams are traveling to Philadelphia to play the Eagles. Uh the line actually opened up in Philadelphia's favor at minus four and a half. We saw a complete uh switch in the line actually. Rams at one point ended up being minus three favorites, and now that line has moved again to be in neutral. This is currently a pick'em meaning the odds are the same on both sides. So we saw a uh, six-point swing, a three-point swing, and now we're at a neutral point here. Uh, Early thoughts for me, and I'll give my pick here, it's the Los Angeles Rams. That tempo running game, I love Sean McVay. I knew something was wrong with his offense last year, and I don't – I would have to say that had to do with Todd Gurley. He was – I'm not saying it was Todd Gurley – himself but I think it was McVay's trust in Todd Gurley he kind of wrote off Todd Gurley with that knee injury early and often he didn't want to get him the ball despite scoring double digit touchdowns he just couldn't depend on him now this year with Malcolm Brown and Cam Akers he's able to run that tempo he has his tight formations Uh, it's crazy when you see like three wide receivers behind the offensive line and they're just going every which way McVay is very smart I don't think the Eagles uh, will be able to handle this up tempo 
the Eagles do have the advantage on the defensive line, though, I'd have to say. Um, last week, the Eagles are actually number one in created pressure. Um, so it'll be interesting to see how that will do for them in this game. But the Wentz just doesn't have anyone to throw to. Malcolm Brown has another big game, and I think the Rams win on the road here. I think Wentz had a hard game last week. Two interceptions, two touchdowns. Yeah, he had 270 yards, but I don't know. I think that he's struggling this year to find himself and to figure out what's going on, you know, after injuries and this and that. I'm very low on Carson Wentz right now until he shows me that he's actually doing something. So many people were like, oh, this and that. I'm like, I'm not picking up on my fantasy. I don't – I have this gut feeling that he's just not going to do that good. And I think it showed last week. I really want to see how he's going to do. But, I mean, come on. It's – they lost to the Washington football team. Like, are you kidding me? That's not good. Like, I don't know. I just think they're riddled with injuries as well. I mean, you've got Hargrave out, Graham, Peters, Jeffrey on the IR, and only Everett for the Rams – that's that's hurt that's hurting them too they're very riddled with injuries and that's not going to go well so I'm going LA Rams on this one yeah I think this one's tough too I'll take the Eagles on this one Miles Sanders back Elaine Johnson their best offensive lineman will be back for this game which will really help that offensive line I think it'll be a close one uh but I think Lane Johnson Miles Sanders is going to make a big difference for the Eagles I hope Brandon Graham for their sake to win he's in the concussion protocol they would like to have him, I'm sure, to get some pressure on Jared Goff. So that's an injury to watch out for that might affect the game. But right now, I'll take the Eagles. And then, Marissa, you said you had the Rams, correct? I have the Rams, but I could be swayed to have the Eagles. Because today I'm looking, and yesterday I talked about the Eagles, and now I'm talking about the Rams. I think it's such a close win that um, – I don't – yeah, no, I'm still going with gut. I'm going to go with the Rams on this one. Yep, I just don't have – I, even though I have the Eagles defense on my fantasy, which I want them to win, I don't know. I'm very twisted. Between Who did you pick, Huey? You picked the Rams? Yep. Okay. Yeah. So, again, I'm a lone dog. All right. We, I'm either going to have a kick-ass week or it's going to be a little difficult. Yeah, I still eh, – this is kind of bad of me. I still need to tally up the results from a week. Oh, I called the Cardinals and Rams last week. I think I should be in the lead. We'll see. Yeah, yeah you, you probably are because yeah. I don't know who I am. Brock's in the lead. Oh, um, yeah. Uh, let's move on to a game that I think – this game's going to be quite defensive, I believe, with the Denver Broncos at the Pittsburgh Steelers. Uh, Pittsburgh opened up at minus five, is now moved to minus seven. The total opened up at 44. It's now down to 40 and a half. So we've seen a three and a half point line go down. It just it, it supports my case that this is going to – be a defensive-minded battle. Um, I think Big Ben is going to get the offense moving a little bit better. I think Benny Snell looks good and good riddance to James Conner. I'm I didn't draft him this year, and one in Brock's in the league that I play against you guys, I was like, you know, I don't have any James Conner, and if he goes off, I'm gonna be mad. Uh, unfortunately, someone took him before I did, and I'm not complaining about that now. Um, it's it's just an ankle injury, but he's practiced I mean, fully today, so that'll be, that's kind of uh, giving me a headache in one of my leagues. I got I drafted Connor, but since of his injury, I drafted Snell as a handcuff. So I I because I'm in that situation, I'd rather have Connor not play because they're saying even if he plays, it might be like a committee now more. So that's kind of an ugly situation. 
Well, you look at the Denver Broncos right now. They've got five guys in the IR, and I know IR doesn't mean much, but a lot of them, you got two wide receivers there, uh, running back, O-lineman, and then a linebacker. That's that's rough. So I want to see how that plays out because if they actually do have all five of those guys questionable and not play on this game, that's hard on the Denver Broncos, even though going in, you know, you've got a 66% swaying towards Pittsburgh. You've got – you know, a little bit, not in the sense of kind of a little bit of the rookie, and you got Big Ben. You got Big Ben, you got Juju, you got Snell Jr. I mean, I I got to take Pittsburgh on this. Also, I got Juju in one of my fantasy leagues. I loved what he did last week. Did you guys see him? He was like, he did a, he had a touchdown, and then he was sitting right in front of the cam, and he was like on his stomach doing a little girly thing. That was so cute. But yeah. <laughs> I love Juju. <laughs> yeah, I so, got the Steelers, too. I think it's, this is a pretty simple game. Yeah, I, uh, I'm, like I said, I'm taking the Steelers, too. Philip Lindsay is banged up with that turf toe. Uh, I wouldn't start Melvin Gordon, though. I mean, that defensive line ate up Barkley last week, and I don't think it – I mean, Barkley's a way better running back than Melvin Gordon, so I am not going to – take any Melvin Gordon gruff this week. Let's move on to the Carolina Panthers at the Tampa Bay Bucks. Uh, I think this is a game I'm trying to find the lines here. I can't pull them up, but uh, Tampa Bay opens up as a large favorite at yep. minus nine, the over under set at 48 and a half. And I, this has to be a bounce back game for this Tampa Bay offense. I really like Brady in this one uh, against arguably I don't even know if you can argue about this. I think a lot of people would agree that this Panthers defense is worse than the league. Uh, I'm going chalk, of course, but I'm going to take the Bucks in this one. It's quite easy for me. Yeah, I hope Mike Evans uh, turns the leaf with the hamstring. He said he's over the hump. I have him in two of my three leagues, so I hope he goes off, and I'll take the Tampa Bay Buccaneers as well. Ronald Jones could be a good play this week as well as the Panthers – Run defense is probably the worst in the NFL. Yeah, I'm going with chalk as well. I got to go with the Bucks, but I mean they're favored 72. percent um, Yeah, you've got Caffrey, who is arguably one of the best running backs in the league, up with Elliott. But I just I love my Teddy Bridgewater, but I don't know how he's going to go. And their defense is not good. Um, but I'm I'm a little skeptical skeptical of Brady because I didn't even know he could throw interceptions, and he threw two last week. So I want to see how this plays out. Um, yeah, like I said, Evans, but um, I just don't think it's – I think the defense is bad. I think they're going to spark something up. The Brady, they have to. Because if, if they go 0-2 against this Carolina Panthers team, I think there'll be an uproar. I think Brady will actually quit. Like, it, <laughs> I think he'll just be like, this is bullshit. I left for you what? You might retire, yeah. I could see it. I he he's one of those guys. Even when he was eight and zero last year, he's pissed off. If he's zero two and he loses to the Panthers at home, I could see that. I could see him literally just being like, "So I am done with the National Football League." And then Gronk's all of a sudden like, "Bye!" Like he's riding on his back. Josh Rosen is gonna have to step up soon. Yikes! Rosen can't even put his shirt on right. He's sitting <laughs> on the stands and his like shirt's sitting over his shoulder like that's like, dude, come on. Um, yeah, that one's quite easy. I don't, this might be one of those upsets that everybody doesn't predict, but, uh, let's just say the Tampa Bay Bucks start 0-2 in the NFC South. It's not going to be pretty when it comes to playoff time. 
a team that shocked the Eagles in week one now get to travel to Arizona. I mean, nice. It's a perfect time of year to travel to Arizona. Nice weather. Um, the line opened up at minus seven in Arizona's favor, still at minus seven. And the total opened up at 45 and a half and is now up to 46 and a half. Um, eight sacks for the Washington football team last week. And this Arizona Cardinals offensive line isn't anything to write home about by any means. So I think that Washington creates a lot of pressure early, but there's going to be times where Kyler gets through that pressure and he's going to have a big game rushing. I would think Um, over 75 yards rushing again for him this week would be my take. And I think Arizona takes this one because I don't think anyone can cover Hopkins. Of course, Brock smiling because he's going to take another upset here for no reason. <laughs> you the but, Washington uh, football team. No, I'm taking the Cardinals. I just think it's funny that you're just all chalk. But, yeah, I, I, I like the Cardinals. I'll be brief here. Dallas Goddard, eight catches, 101 yards and a touchdown. Ertz scored a touchdown. I think Houston talked about Dan Arnold last week for the Cardinals. I think this week is actually the week he goes and gets – the breakout like a lot of people are talking about. So if you need a tight end, Dan Arnold is not a bad play at tight end. And I, I like the Cardinals winning this game. Yeah, absolutely. Got to go with the Kyler Murray. Yeah, he had a, yeah, he had a great game last week rushing. That's amazing. I don't know if I've ever seen that. But, no, I'm, I'm going with them. It's a no-brainer. They've got a lot of good components on that team, hands down. Give it to me. Chalk me up, baby. Yeah. Brock, you upset me with your – saying I'm all chalk. I'm just being a logical I'm just being, man. I'm just I, – I don't know what's upset. I'm just stating facts. You're all chalk right now, this but is, that's all right. This, I, I'll this, keep winning the pickums. Uh, that's perfect. This is the pot, and then this is just Brock. He's literally just like <laughs> – Like, you're stirring the pot, <laughs> yeah, man. Yeah, Brock – if you don't know, Brock and I became friends about freshman year – or freshman or sophomore year, Brock? A sophomore year. I wasn't at that school freshman year, yeah. So, yeah, we've been friends for about – Mm, I'm not the greatest at math. Seven years now. And this ain't and this ain't the first time. This ain't the first or the last time he's pissed me off. So let's move on to a team uh that's gonna be tra- another another nice game to be traveling the weather to. Uh you know, it's been kind of cold where I live. Um so Chiefs get a travel to Los Angeles. This line opened up at the Chiefs minus five and a half is now sitting at minus eight and a half. That total opened up at 47 and a half and is now moved up to 51 and a half. So four points. I mean, and to be honest with you, I'm, I don't think there's anything wrong with going Chiefs minus eight and a half here. I'm going Chiefs straight up. Obviously, I'm not going to take that minus 450 money line. That's terrible. I mean, the Chargers offense didn't show me anything. Yes, Eckler had 19 carries, so I don't think you need to be getting too antsy on Eckler quite yet. Uh, he only had one target from Tyrod, but I wouldn't be surprised to see Herbert in there sooner than later. Um, I'm taking the Chiefs straight up. Is there anything that you two might think would make a difference in this game to give the Chargers a chance, or is there any fantasy players on each side that you absolutely are going under the radar and think that you need to get in your lineups. Um, uh, go ahead, Marissa. You go ahead. Okay, yeah, really quick. Henry, I picked up Henry for tight end position. Um, my other guy wasn't doing it. Five receptions, 73 yards. 
think it's a good position to fill that spot in as he showed what he could do. Um, I want to see how he does against this defense, but he could be a good component. Anyone else, though, not really needing to be there. I mean, obviously, though, Watkins is always Edwards. Hellar, Hellar, how do you pronounce it? Edwards hyphen. Hilar, yeah. The H is silent. Yeah, weird. But, yeah, I mean, obviously all those guys, I have Watkins in both of mine, and I love it. I hope he pops off again. Yeah, I, I'm on the opposite end of Huey when you said Josh Allen's going to have more points than Pat Mahomes. The Chargers actually did a nice job stopping Joe Mixon last week, so I think they can maybe stop Edwards Alaire better than the Texans did. It'd give me Pat Mahomes five touchdown passes, Chiefs win. Ooh, nice. That I have him on one of my fantasies, so I'm going with you. If that happens, I'm yep, that would be amazing. He just pop off. I'm so excited though. Like I have Watkins, Hill, and then I have um, Patrick Mahomes, and those guys just lit things up for me. It was beautiful. Chef's kiss. Yeah, yeah. sorry, I'm keep disagreeing with you. Let's go on next matchup, huh? Yeah, let's uh, move to a game that. Um, I'm probably going to be chalky again, and, and that's the Baltimore Ravens at the Houston Texans. Uh, you know, there's nothing really stopping this Ravens team at the moment. They went out and blew Cleveland out of the water. Doesn't surprise me by any means. This Texans team just lost to the Chiefs by uh, seven points, more than seven points. Baltimore is a minus seven favorite right now. I would take that minus seven. I think Baltimore can win by two scores here, actually. Uh, the Greg Roman came out today and said that he's going to play the hot hand at running back. That being said, I feel more confident to own JK Dobbins than I would Mark Ingram. And, but it's still going to be, it's hard. It's literally coin flip each week, which one's going to get the better game because I don't know if it's really game script dependent. Uh, Dobbins got the goal line work and Ingram, you thought that since they were up early that he would get more work, but Lamar just did what Lamar did. He ran around and he found his favorite target in the red zone twice in Mark Andrews. I'm taking the Ravens again, despite this being at Houston. Yeah, I'll take the Ravens as well. I think Dobbins got those touchdowns. He was on the field uh, for that drive. So I pretty much, I don't think he's the goal line back. I think it's just whoever's in there at that time, that drive will get the goal line carries. They're both big backs. I would probably feel more comfortable with Dobbins as well, especially the rest of the season. I have Mark Ingram in one of my leagues, and that's the tough part. That situation I am in my touchdown half-point PPR league is I have Benny Snell, James Conner, Mark Ingram. I have to start in one of those. Or Latavius Murray. I'm, this is my, I'm back of my mind just because Mike Thomas is out and they might try to run the football more. So that, that's kind of an ugly situation. I'm going to probably go James Conner because I think – He's going to play. Uh, but, yeah, that I'd try to stay away from that running back situation, like you said, here. But I'll get the Ravens. I'll take the Ravens this one. Yep, I'm taking the Ravens as well. As Although that I did like what David Johnson did against the Chiefs, I think he did really good 11 carries, 77 yards, one touchdown. Did great for my fantasy. But I don't know if him and Watson have what it takes to go against the rushing Lamar and all that they have to offer. Yeah, let's move on. To the Sunday night matchup here, uh, the New England 
Patriots at the Seattle Seahawks. Um, Seattle opened up at minus three and a half point favorites. Now to minus four. Total opened up at 44. Now to 45. Um, you know, they let Russ cook in week one. And I see much of the same in this week two matchup at home. Um, DK Metcalf, you know, he missed a long uh Russ missed him on a long pass. He could have had two scores. That would have really helped me because I had him in a couple crucial spots that I needed that extra touchdown to win um, some matchups when looking back at it later in the week. Um, but I think Chris Carson gets it going a little bit more in the running game this week. And then I also think Greg Olson is sneaky in this one to have a good game. It seems that Russ wants to go to him, and despite his age, he still has a little pop in his pads. So, yeah, give me Seattle at home in this one. But I know Brock probably has something different here, uh, which is – I don't know. The Patriots are pretty consistent. If you can see the last 20 years, they've been winning, and when they win, it's against the same teams. But when they struggle, it's pretty much against the same teams. The Dolphins, they always struggle with every year. In Seattle, even when Tom Brady was really good, Richard Sherman had his coming out party eight years ago for Seattle. Brady threw a couple of picks, so they had her number there. Last, last Four years ago on Sunday Night Football, the Seahawks came into Foxborough and beat us. But it's a different team now with Cam Newton. I think it's going to be a close game, but I am going to take the Seattle Seahawks in this close one. I'm not starting DK Metcalf in the league. I own him. I'm not – having him go against the best cornerback in the NFL against Stephon Gilmore. I do think Chris Carson is going to have a nice game, and I think that's where the Seahawks are going to beat the Patriots. Is they're going to ground and pound. I would, you can't set Russell Wilson, even though I would want to. I don't think he's going to have the greatest week. I think it's going to be a Chris Carson game, but I don't know how you can set him even. He's almost matchup proof. So yeah. I, I would hesitantly tar- start Russell Wilson. I'd sit Metcalf, and I'd definitely start Carson. Yeah, I got him as my starting QB. He stunted, he stunted out Brock. No, he showed up though big time. Three hundred twenty-two yards, four touchdowns. It was amazing. I but I think he is just a really good quarterback. And um, I was listening to PMT Huey, and he they mentioned Russell Wilson, Black Horse MVP. They were talking about him in the in the run, and I was like, hey, we talked about that. It's like, hey, we mentioned that. So yeah, I'm taking Seattle Seahawks on this bad boy. It's kind yeah, of cool to hear that. You'll you'll sure notice as we go through our shows and have our bold takes and our statements, you'll go and listen to bigger podcasts and bigger personalities. Be like, well, we said the exact same thing last week, and now they're saying that. That's the thing. Uh, as we continue to grow, I I found that a lot in this off season, getting ready for my fantasy football drafts. I'd have bold statements, tweet them and something, and then a week later I'd see one of my favorite uh, fantasy analysts say the exact same thing. So, yeah, I mean, they're going to let Russ cook again here at home. Uh, So we're all on Seattle here as far as I'm concerned. Yes, sir. Let's move on to the – I'm unbiased, you guys. I'm the only one that didn't pick my team this week. Yeah, actually, wow. Good job, Brock. I'm so I'm going to be 16 and all. I was 12 and four with my picks last – week i'm gonna be 16 and all this week i'm pretty excited. wow all right let's move on to the monday night football game that looked to be a little bit more exciting but now with injuries it might not the yeah. saints are traveling to las vegas 
Uh, Josh Jacobs, despite having a three-touchdown game last week, didn't help me win any of my fantasy football leagues. Sorry, moment of silence. Yeah, sorry, moment of silence there. Uh, He's going to get a tougher matchup against this Saints defense that picked off Brady twice, took one back to the house, forced a couple fumbles, and this kind of – you know, it was more Brady and his cohesiveness than this Saints defense. It's good, but like I said earlier, I think Brady bounces back. Michael Thomas isn't going to play. Get him out of your lineups. Get other guys in because he's not playing this week. Uh, yeah. But I don't think we're going to see a three-touchdown game from Jacobs. I'm still taking the Saints, you know. <laughs> All chalk not... this week. You could yeah. – <laughs> go on. Go on. He says, go on. He's so defeatist. I, I'm going to say this. I take the Raiders. Ooh. I, I, yeah, I'm not going chalk on this bad boy. Talk about it with me. No, I think that even though I love my saints, I think that them not having Thomas is going to be such, it's going to be so hard. And if you look back to back, you know, I think Derek Carr, he had a really good game last week. I think he's going to have another one. And I think maybe Drew Brees might struggle a little bit. He didn't have that many throwing um, passing yards. And I just didn't think – wasn't super-duper impressed with him. So, I'm taking I'm taking the Raiders on this bad boy. I don't know. I like the Raiders. I like what they're cooking. I want to take the uh, Raiders, but I just can't. Henry Ruggs is banged up. He might not play this week. They just don't have any receiving weapons. Yeah. The Saints can just key. I think the Saints actually are a low-key, very good defense. I think they'll be able to stop Jacobs in the past. So, and Drew Brees is really special on Monday night. He's got most of his records on Monday night. I know this week it's going to be on the road, uh, but I like I like Drew Brees and the New Orleans Saints to win this week. Wow. So yeah. now, now I know how you feel, Brock. It's kind of like you like have all this power because you're just like the underdog. You're like, yeah. Ah. It, it, it's fun to go the underdog, but it's also fun winning too. So I. Whoa. <laughs> I want to know what that feels like. Because I lost my first round in fantasy, and I'm pretty sure I'm dead last in our predictions. So. Yeah, I was projected to get what eighth place. It's just one week though, but I, I'm starting one and all. Hopefully, I can continue. I have a lot of players like. Houston said to sit Melvin Gordon. I have Metcalf that I'm thinking to sit. So I'm going against Dustin, I think, who was projected to go first in our league. So it'll definitely be a tough week. I don't know what you guys are looking at this week. Yeah. yeah I, I, well, you go, Marissa. You go, no, no, no. Kiwi, you go for it. Uh, since I accidentally drafted the whole Dallas offense, um, I'm going to be happy when they play the Falcons this week. So that is I, play, good, yeah. I play our good friend Sam this week, so hopefully take him down. I know he's listening. He always – listens to all the shows yeah i don't know who i'm i'm playing um i don't even know who this is if it's not i hope you beat him. i don't hopefully it's not mike hunt <laughs> oh mike i miss him i'm playing two girlies one cup this week so no i can't even tell who like the i can never tell who like you play like who you, I can only see like their icon. It looks like they have like the do, like the Miami Dolphins like colors. Oh, team boss, you're playing the guy in the last place, CJ. Hey, there you go. There we That's go. The I, yeah, I'm, I'm seventh in this bad boy. I'm ranked seventh right now, even though I'm on the. We loser. tried to get this thing under an hour. I don't know if we did, but it was fun. It was fun. You you ended, Huey. Yeah, no problem. Uh, go and follow us on all your favorite streaming platforms: Spotify, Google Podcast, Apple Podcast. Our shows are now on YouTube. Go give us a subscribe on there. 
and also push the live notification button. So you're going to get notified right on your phone as soon as we put a video up there. Follow us on TikTok. It's nice because we'll take little snippets from these shows and throw them right up on there. It's uh, perfect when you're just scrolling through your TikTok and you can hear what we have to say. Uh, Brock has a good thing going over on Facebook around the Gridiron Podcast. It's a page over there. Come in and, you know, you can literally comment right on the page. Who should I start this week? And we'll give you advice. Um, with that being said, it was another great week. Uh, another awesome show to uh, record with you too. And hopefully all my chalk comes to play when we watch these week two games this week. This was I'll be getting a Miller 64. Yeah. Oh, okay. All right. I wouldn't place your money on that. Like I go lions. that. Go Lions. I forget. I forget what was no. the Miller 64. What was the bet on? I need to write it down. Blinds when I get a Miller 64. Okay. Yeah. Sounds sounds good. Uh, Brock's gonna be a little tipsy when he gets the Lions win this week and gets a pack of Miller 64. I'll I'll bring it to you myself, Brock. I'm telling you, if the Lions win, I will be happy to literally get you a Miller 64 because I don't want the Packers to win. So it is <laughs> it is something I would. I will do. I will do it. Let's go. Let's go. Well, that was your week two preview. Uh, Thanks for listening to the Around the Good Iron podcast.